it was a wake-up call to many people that cryptocurrencies, they still rely on unregulated financial intermediaries. And to avoid the contagion, we have to regulate these players. Hello, this is the Weekly Tradecast, a podcast brought to you by UNCTAD, the UN's trade and development body. I'm Sarah Toms. We're exploring how major events are shaping trade and development and how that affects billions of people around the world. This week, we're talking about the future of cryptocurrencies. Regulators in various countries are now investigating after FTX, one of the world's biggest cryptocurrency exchanges, filed for bankruptcy protection late last year. As claims swirl, the high-profile company could owe repayments to as many as one million people. Whether they get that money is another question. After other big bankruptcies before and after FTX's unexpected collapse, digital currencies are facing tougher questions around volatility, security, safety, and trust. With the impact hitting investors and other crypto companies, calls are also growing louder for tougher rules to regulate digital assets. Joining me now to explain what could and should happen is UNCTAD economist Marina Zucker, who specializes in debt development and finance. Marina has lived in Brazil, China, and Germany, and likes indoor climbing and going to the beach. Well, welcome back. Thank you, Marina. Now, price swings, failures, and scandals have been part of crypto since the start. So why is the recent run of instability so significant for the reputation and aspirations of the industry? Well, Sarah, 2022 was not a very good year to the crypto industry. Recently, we had the FTX collapse. And it was the third largest crypto exchange in the world, so it's huge. But it was nothing so recent. We have this meltdown beginning in May with the collapse of the Terra and Luna stablecoin and many other firms. And it means that for many people, they lost their life savings. And even those that are enthusiastic of cryptocurrencies, they are having second thoughts about the usefulness and the trust they have in cryptocurrencies. And at the same time, you have Bitcoin, which is a thermometer sometimes for the crypto industry. They declined the price from $40,000 to fifty. Wow. So many people that were interested in, you know, fast investments, fast growing investments. And profits. And profit. They don't see and interested in cryptocurrencies anymore. What caused the collapse? And is this contagion still spreading? It was a wake-up call to many people that cryptocurrencies, they still rely on unregulated financial intermediaries. And to avoid the contagion, we have to regulate these players. And what caused the problem is from the Terra Luna until the FTX is that these unregulated intermediaries, they want, in one side, they offer deposits to consumers. But because they are not under the oversight of central banks, they take this money and they invest in stable coins that are volatile, that from the day to the other, the, the price could disappear. And when consumers want the money back, they don't have it. Mm. So they lost their savings. So uh, to avoid the contagion, we do need to acknowledge that these players, they need to be regulated. And it comes with irony because... Bitcoin at the beginning, it was taught to, to create a currency that bypass regulated financial intermediaries. But today we end up with financial intermediaries 
that are unregulated and so we cannot trust them. Marina, what needs to be done to minimize the risks in the future? And what does UNCTAD see as the right level of regulation investor protection for digital assets? So UNCTAD has two main concerns. The first one is the risk that uh, cryptocurrencies collapse would cause an impact in the financial system and in the real economy. To avoid this, we need to create a firewall between cryptocurrencies and the bank system and the inpatient fund the traditional financial system. To do this, we have to put limits to the exposure of these traditional players to cryptocurrencies Mm. because if a collapse in the crypto industry occurs, these traditional players will not be as affected. As of today, the connection between the traditional system and the crypto industry is not as strong, so we don't see this risk as very high, but you have to pay attention because the industry is changing very fast. The second concern of UNCTAD is the investor and consumer protections. And we see that many people are investing in cryptocurrencies without knowing the risk. So we do need to pay attention, for instance, in the advertisement of cryptocurrencies and crypto exchanges that sometimes is disguised. What about developing countries? How are they impacted? Well, because in many developing countries, financial literacy is not as high as some developed countries. The risk can be higher for these people. And sometimes people in developing countries, their level of savings is lower. So if they have a small exposure to cryptocurrencies, it means relatively bigger loss Mm -hmm. for these families. So it's very important that regulation is taking place now in developed countries, but it's also important that it also has in developing. Won't it be difficult to balance the demands, though, because there are so many players here. You've got the regulators, you've got international bodies, major investors, and the companies themselves. It's indeed a challenge. And the main problem is that we don't have a basic consensus how to deal with this new market. Take, for instance, regulators. We have a small group of regulators that believe we should accept cryptocurrencies as it is. We have others that are not in favor of cryptocurrencies, but believe we should let it burn, which a lot of people would be damaged by, by this. Other things, we should, you know, completely not allow people to have access to cryptocurrency. So we have a different understanding on how to go about. And it's in domestic and international level. And it's the same for the industry. We have crypto exchanges that want to be regulated because they want to see it as an illegitimate business. But others don't want each regulation at all. So we need a basic consensus on how to move. Right. Sounds like a tricky challenge in front of us. Now, can digital currencies ever really play a truly useful role and be trusted as a relatively stable asset then? Or will there always be an element of speculation, fraud and dirty money? I believe that the future of money is digital. The thing is how we are going to design this digital money. We can design digital money that is trustworthy, that is stable, or we can have a design that is completely different. The real question here is who is going to provide this digital currency? Now we have a system that is mostly provided by unregulated financial intermediaries, but we may have other options. We may have a partnership with public and private firms. We also may have public agents like central banks offering a digital money, as now many central banks are offering central bank digital currency. So 
there are options, but we need to make sure that it's provided by someone that has, that offers trust and can serve better our society. It's evident now that we have to take these financial intermediaries seriously and we have to put them into the purview of regulators, of central banks. That way we may protect not only consumers, but it can also support the industry itself. Well, thank you very much, Marina. That was um, UNCTAD's Marina Zucker, who was this week's guest. Tune in to the weekly Tradecast next week and every week for more insights on the most pressing issues around the world of trade and development. There's even more on our website, unctad.org. I'm Sarah Toms in Geneva. Goodbye for now.